Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Nebraska Public Media Sports brings you live coverage of the girls and boys NSAA High School Soccer Championships from Morrison Stadium at Creighton University. Monday, May 13th, see Class B girls at 8.30 p.m. Central and Class A girls at 8 p.m. Central on Nebraska Public Media. You're listening to Hurt at Sports Radio. Now let's find out what Matt Verzal is better at. Telling stories or making pizza. Matt, Matt, Matt. <laughs> Matt's an exceptional young man. Matt Verzal. Happy birthday, Matt. You know, Matt, he's a tremendous athlete. Matt Verzal. <laughs> Come on, Matt. Matt, Matt, Matt. I'm with you. You know, like Matt Verzal, you're one of the sexiest people in the world, but you're not one of the most beautiful. How does that happen? <laughs> Here is Matt Verzal. All right, Matt, thank you very much. We wrap up the show here on a Friday and wrap up our first week back from our little holiday break with our guy Matt Verzal on the War Horse Sportsbook Hotline, former Husker, owner of Paisan Pizzeria. Verz, how are you this morning? Oh, uh, good, boys. How are you? Good, Matty. Good to hear your voice. We're doing well. How were your uh, How were your holidays? Oh, it's good. We're a couple, couple half days, couple days off. So nice. Got to see my family, and they haven't disowned me, so that's always good. <laughs> Is that because you brought pizza over? We do, in fact, do. Uh, this was a tradition started a long time ago when my nephews were young. My mother and sister wanted to do pizzas on Christmas Eve. They thought that would be great for my young nephews to make pizza. And I said, that just sounds so amazing because I've only done that for the past 364 days. Why wouldn't I carry all this S to your house to do it somewhere else? This sounds great. And now they're old enough where they really don't care. And so now I'm just bringing pizza to then cook. And they don't help. So, <laughs> so it, from 364, now it's become a tradition of 365. Yeah, it's, it's pretty, pretty fun. <laughs> pretty awesome. <laughs> you sound thrilled. Well, I wanted prime rib and like things like that, but no, that was. But pepperoni and sausage is what other people were craving, huh? <laughs> Once the nephews came into play, the king learned about the princes. So. There you go. Uh, you know, I, my, my wife feels for you a little bit, Verz, because she hosts and cooks everything on Christmas, and she's you know, a professional chef or whatever. So I think she kind of gets the bringing work home thing a little bit that you're talking about. So I, I commiserate with you a little bit through her. So I, I hopefully – Your wife's a professional chef? Yeah, she's, she works at a, in a hotel banquet kitchen. Jesus, dude. I mean, whatever horseshoe you were born with up your arse, <laughs> I mean – <laughs> You're wondering how he got lucky? <laughs> Dude. Can't figure that out at all. 
that one perplexed. That one keeps me up at night. I'll be honest. <laughs> I mean, you've met he her. Goes she's to a, sleep. And she's he's a like, very nice. Uh, she's a very Rocky. nice woman. Yeah, incredibly nice, and a professional chef. Yeah, a pastry chef Dude. to be to be exact. She's a she specializes in. You must pastries. have done something good in a prior life. <laughs> Maybe I'm just a nice guy, Matt. You never know. <laughs> You must have done something really amazing in a prior life. <laughs> he, he saved a, he saved a kid from a burning building. Uh, something I must have, you know. Listen, it's good clean living. <laughs> good clean living, Burns. <laughs> there you go. There you go. Um, so you, you know, you, I I was looking uh, through your Twitter feed and you tweeted out a or you retweeted a uh, a stat or uh, from from Billy Carter about the number of guys that were playing in the Sugar Bowl that played in multiple sports in high school. And it was 80 out of 88 guys. And I'm big on the playing multiple sports makes you a better athlete train. And whatever you end up specializing in later in life, you'll be better at it because you played multiple sports. Um, I'm assuming that's what you were getting at with that retweet. But um, just kind of elaborate that on uh, a little bit for me as a high school coach. Um, when you see guys that do play multiple sports, how it impacts what you see on the football field. It's different. The, the reason why it's so valuable, okay, mm-hmm. it's different muscles that get worked. It's, it's different strategies. It's different mindsets. It, it's it challenges your brain as much as it challenges you physically. Mm. Okay, you know, if you look at some of them, smaller groups. Say you're a basketball player. I'm in a smaller group. So now can I work myself into this five-man where the, where the mistakes have to be fewer? Can, can we all get this together? Like, it just, it's just good for the kid. It, it, to, to, to football 24-7, 365, there's no way that can be fun. Like there, there, there's no way it, it can be enjoyable. No, they've been brainwashed and told by their overbearing dad or their crazy mom that it's, it's, this is it. You love it. You, you absolutely love it. But look at the greats that have done it. Like look at the, the amazing people that have played the game of football and were great at it. Mm-hmm. No, nah, man, I played basketball, blah, 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 blah. Mookie Betts played everything. I know that's a baseball analogy, but that guy played everything. But it makes you just competitive in something else. Like you can, and there is too, like if you do it so often and you have success early, it'll warp your brain. Because if you're, if you're really good at it at a young age, okay, and you go through competitive catch and you're the best competitive catch player in the country, and then you start to feel that. Mm-hmm. And then reality sets in where there's dudes now with pads that are going to come hurt you. And you don't know how to do that when that happens. Or you start to, everybody else starts to develop more than you because you've become the best 10-year-old competitive catch player in the world. And everybody passes you and then watch out. You, you can see them. It's the temper tantrum kid. Mm-hmm. It's the kid that throws the hissy fit when it doesn't work because they've had success and they've failed. It's good sometimes for really good people, like people that are great at sport, a sport, any sport, to go play a sport where you're a backup, where you're not the main dude. Can you be a teammate? Mm. Alex Gordon, one, one of the best baseball players ever, was on the basketball team. But he wasn't the dude. I mean, it just, it's good sometimes for, for elite people to go realize, hey, now, 
if you go and you're elite at both, now you know you're special. <laughs> right. But you got to go do that to find it out. Matt, uh, I'm with you. I mean, being a dual sport athlete, I think, uh, has, has tremendous upside. Uh, but I'm, I'm curious if you think if there's any exceptions to that rule, uh, de- like depending on the sport that you're talking about. So, like, take hockey, for example. It's a very expensive sport. Um, it's one that if you don't play it consistently, you can fall behind. Is that maybe one sport that you look at and it's like, eh, I, I don't know how important it is to be a, a a dual sport athlete because of the time commitment that brings? Um, hockey is an interesting one because even successful hockey players, you know, I'm a big Spit and Chicklets guy. Like Spit and Chicklets is probably one of my favorite podcasts that I listen to. Mm-hmm. But they'll talk anytime they have somebody on it. Hey, what else did you do? Oh, I played football in high school. Mm-hmm. I, I played soccer. You know, the, they, they – they intertwine, and, and as far as like falling behind on something, with hockey, guys will, will come on and they will say, hey, it took me a couple weeks to get back into my skating form, but it was good to be off of my skates. Okay? With hockey, now, and in, in their training methods, of there's, there's, the, there's flat boards you can hit pucks into. You know, it's, it's all hand. If you can work on your mitts, you're going to be good. There's training facilities now for hockey. So I, I don't think that one has as much issue. Just the cost of entry to hockey is what kills it. Mm. And that's just it's crazy. Like, I mean, I've got buddies whose kids play goalie, and they just cringe. They're like, <laughs> oh, my God, you don't want to play anything else. And they're like, coach said I'm the goalie. I was like, tell your coach no. <laughs> <laughs> to ask your coach for ten grand. <laughs> I was going to say. Right. Is coach going to finance this little endeavor, too? Um you know, Verz, that, that's really interesting. The, the falling behind part really catches my attention because I think not just with hockey like Andrew was talking about, but I think a lot of parents are afraid of their kid falling behind, whether it's like, oh, they didn't play on this select team or they didn't play in this seven-on-seven league. And, I mean, in my experience, which is, you know, limited to be, to be fair as a, as a college coach, most of the time college coaches don't care about that kind of stuff the way that parents seem to think they do. Has that been what you've seen in terms of getting guys recruited out of your um, out of your program at SCUT or, or the program you coach at at SCUT or just generally your experience is that coaches don't care about that nearly as much as parents think they do? I think that's a fair statement. Now, do I make fun of competitive catch a lot? Yes. <laughs> do, I, do I think it provides a benefit or a value for quarterbacks and receivers of course Mm -hmm. do i think that a league where you're with your own team would be more beneficial like seven on seven skip the skip the the local part right skip the this is our town team sure version of it yeah they just went straight to all-star teams yeah hey we're going to kansas city hey we're going to oklahoma hey we're going to texas hey we're going to florida we're going to grab all the best the best when at the end of it I don't think that helps the kid develop because that's not the person he's going to be with. Hmm. Now, those that are skeptical are going to be like, well, this is how a certain friend of mine acquires talent at a certain school he coaches at, and this is what he does. <laughs> you know, those kind of things. I just, the, the part for me that, that doesn't, that frustrates me with this, because I have 
Steve Warren and his crew, they do a great job. Mm -hmm. They they run a great organization. They do fantastic. But the stories he tells me about, about like, oh, you're not playing my son enough in seven on seven. It's your fault. You, you are out. We're going to leave and go as where I would rather see a parent shift that mindset to, well, son, there's obviously some, they are the best around. Mm -hmm. There's obviously something they see in you that is not ready for this. So did they tell you things you need to go work on? Yes. Then go work on them and get better. That's our guy, Matt Verzal, dropping some truth bombs as always. Verz, we appreciate it as always. We'll talk to you again next week. Hey, boys. See you, man. That's our guy, Matt Verzal, former Husker owner of Paisan's Pizzeria. That's all for the week. We will see you again on Monday, and we'll be talking about the college football playoff championship game. Get you set and ready for that on a Monday. Have a good weekend, everyone.